seven. Oh, it's going to be a little nicer today than it was yesterday, I think. He'll probably enjoy four degrees in the sunshine. Sink that sniffer, Terry. Yeah, minus 13 to start. Overnight, we'll uh, get down to zero and then uh, probably have some rain overnight and into tomorrow. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. High of eight degrees. Oh. We're into oh. some wiggly weather here. We got four today, eight tomorrow in rain. Then we'll be minus seven, minus 14. And then Tuesday, Wednesday next week, we'll be back up above zero. So. You're just not going to know whether to poop or wind your watch when it comes to your sidewalks and salt and, you know, the downspouts in the side of your house because you don't want them to freeze solid over the course of the winter. And that can happen when you have rain and then freezing temperatures. And That's why I stocked up with two 40-kilogram bags of rock salt, baby. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I got one. I've already used some out in front of my house. I got a new driveway. It's stamped concrete instead of aggregate, so... It's uh, a different experience for me. It's not completely flat. It's going to be interesting when I get out there with all of my implements of destruction from the lawnmower hospital and start, you know, clearing snow and whatnot. Down in Otwell, we just have asphalt. <laughs> Usually cracked. <laughs> cracked asphalt. Yeah, it's 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 just it's not as fancy as stamped concrete, but cracked mm-hmm. asphalt is uh, is more my speed. Well, there's uh, you know, it's, uh, I didn't build the house; I just bought it. Right? It was just there, so uh, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting little weather cycle over the next little while. Minus thirteen to start your day here this morning. Uh, we have uh, Klondike Insurance there. They, you know what? I got insurance stuff going on with uh, with a couple of vehicles, change of address and whatnot. Yeah. So I text Betty Joe, who's our uh, liaison, our you know our go-to. Mm-hmm. Betty Joe and Patty and everybody at Klondike Insurance. She makes so that I can get the change of address and everything going with someone in the office. I find out she's in Huatulco. Where? She's in Mexico. Oh. And she's taking care of my insurance business. How great is that? Klondike Insurance, they know what you drive and where you live. Uh, auto, property, travel, commercial, uh, motorcycle. Klondike Insurance covers it all. 780-439-0715. Visit klondikeinsurance.com. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. He's got shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Go see Preacher Lawson this week at the comic strip. The 540 Funny is brought to you by the comic strip. Here's Preacher. I'm feeling good from uh, <laughs> this jet lag. I drank some coffee. I normally don't drink coffee. So when I did, I was surprised. And I felt so energetic. I was like, man, I feel so energetic. I feel so energized and alert. Why don't I drink more coffee? And then my booty was like, this is why. It snuck up on me. I was not ready. You ever accidentally start the sausage to the bathroom? You're like, where did I learn this? It was bad. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. All right, let's see if we can uh, scrounge up some lucky people for our big Lotto Max group buying agreement. $15 million is the jackpot on tomorrow's draw. 1.875. Thank you, Pete. I'm going to just jot that down while we're 1.875 per person split eight ways if we are the sole winner. Could buy like nine jacked up trucks with that. Yes, you could. And you imagine how many emails you'd get from (laughs) whoever emailed you complaining about you talking about your truck. 
Jeez, I got nothing going on in my life, Terry. Uh, uh, $15 million on Lotto Max. Uh, the thing is, when you supply us with the numbers, what I'll do is I'll get the uh, bundle thing going with the Western Max. So we get tickets uh, for Western Max and Lotto Max. We bundle them, and then we get two quick picks on each ticket. We're trying here, folks. We're it's, trying. It's a $9 expenditure at least once a week. Sometimes we chuck them in on a Tuesday just for you. And this is coming out of our pockets. 70-30, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pete contributes from time to time. <laughs> so let's see if we can get some never-evers on here. If you've been on a group buying agreement before... Sit it out. Uh, yeah, let's just see if we can get some uh, new people on it. We'll get back to uh, just regular, uh, you know, if you've been a repeat, we'll do repeats tomorrow. But, okay. Uh, looking for some new blood, 780-451-8097. And you just have to supply us with a number. And we're going to keep, uh, Pete and I will keep our numbers secret. Yeah, because people are playing our numbers, man. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, if we hit, then that means we have to share it with more people or split the ticket. And, and I'm not down with that. Yeah, Pete's super greedy. Yeah, <laughs> when it, <laughs> sure. Hi, hi who's, who's this? Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Is that with a PH? No, that's S-T-E-F-F-A-N-Y. Two F's? Yeah, N-O-I. Wow. Did your parents like pot when they were younger? My parents are German. <laughs> oh, okay. All I don't right. think I've ever seen well, Stephanie your, spelt that way. Your parents liked Brett and Brettwurst when you were born. Uh, yeah, I know. That's two Fs. Mm-hmm. No, most people don't have any Fs to give. You've got two. <laughs> I know. Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> All right, Steph, what number do you want for our ticket here on uh, tomorrow's draw? I'll take 17, please. 17 works for me. Okay. No you Fs in 17. No, but there sure isn't. Oh, but she's in. Uh, you and your two Fs, hang on a second. <laughs> I have to get the rest of you. I wonder how many Fs, other Fs she's got in her name. Maybe she's got multiple Fs in her German last name, too. Yeah, yeah there's lots of Fs in German names. There sure is. It's yeah. the language of love. Hi, who's this? What's your name? This is Haley calling on behalf of my husband, who won't talk to you on the phone. He Why? He called in. Why won't he talk to us? Because <laughs> I just woke him up. <laughs> oh, okay. As I was going to say, he can't get on our group buying agreement if he just won't talk to us. Well, I guess he won't get in on it. I will. All right. All right, you're in. How many Fs in Haley? Four. Okay. <laughs> Haley. Oh, no. Actually, two. FFS. Uh-huh. Uh, Haley, what number do you want for the group? Oh, so, uh, I don't know. Are you on behalf of your husbanding again? Yes. Okay, what number? Eight. Eight. Eight it is. Hang on, you or your husband or both. And uh, Eight's great. Stuff with two Fs. What's our third person's name? Howdy. Hello. Who's Richard. All right, Richard. What number? No do you... Fs. No Fs you to give in no Richard. No Fs in Richard, just one dick. <clears throat> All right. All right. <laughs> well, it uh, is the short form of Richard. So was Ricky. You could have gone that way. That's not as fun. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, you're right. It's uh, Richard, what's your number for uh, for our group buying agreement do you want? Uh, how about 12? 12 works. That's good. Go with 12. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hang on the line, Richard. We'll get your vital statistics and go on from there. And tomorrow, around this time, we'll do the group buying agreement again to get three more numbers to round out our ticket. And hopefully we'll be in for the you know, big $15 million jackpot, $1.87 million uh, 1.875. Of course, yeah. we can't forget that extra 50 k 
I'm still perplexed. How does Richard turn into Dick? Does anybody actually have that answer? It's one of life's great mysteries. The pyramids, the waterfalls, Richard to Dick. I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. It's Do a you? good question. Right? I think it started with Bewitched. Really? Yeah. Okay. Richard York and Richard Sargent became Dick York and Dick Sargent. There was two dicks on Bewitched. <laughs> Elizabeth Montgomery. <laughs> How many times have we said dick now before six in the morning? This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. You know what? I got the uh, Environment Canada forecast here in front of me. It says plus four today with a mix of sun and cloud. I know. Uh, rain and eight tomorrow. And then we'll uh, slide into some minus temperatures for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But you were saying your Doppler boy is calling for some pretty extreme wind chills and uh, some unpleasant stuff. Yeah, my, my ginger weather kid's going against the forecast that you and I both have in front of us. This is what he says verbatim. What a fun weekend in Edmonton. Rain and freezing rain possible for tomorrow. No. 10 to 15 centimeters of snow on Saturday. There's no mention of that And anywhere. then temps plummet and wind chills on Monday morning around minus 33. Doesn't That's say. what the ginger version says. I, and, and you know what? I, I know he's a, a weather uh, knucklehead. He's got it like his propeller is tightly wound. Uh, and I don't uh, discount him, but uh, on Monday it says sunny and high of minus four on this. So we're maybe we're we're gonna have to phone him, yeah. and find out what kind of uh, tinfoil he's been chewing on. Or I know I, I'm gonna have to update my bets with the weather bookies there. No kidding. Uh, Chargers and Raiders Thursday night football at Match Eatery and Public House in the Starlight Casino here in West Edmonton Mall tonight at six fifteen. Jerseys to win, food and drink specials. There's going to be. Uh, Games at halftime. I'm hosting all the fun tonight at Match Eatery and Public House in Starlight Casino here in West Edmonton Mall. Edmonton police are hoping the public can help them track down a man who's considered a prolific thief. That was the term they called it. I'll just call it scum. When it comes to liquor store robberies, he's the guy, he's one of the guys that's been out there stealing all the booze. You know how they go in, kind of just grab it and run? Right. They figure he's stolen personally about $6,000 worth of alcohol in the past few months. Roland Rain is his name, and his picture is all over our news and Facebook pages if you would like to have a look at Roland Rain. Find out who this guy is. It's happening a lot, that is. Are they uh, saying that you should not approach him? Is he armed and dangerous or is he just standing there on a bus bench like Captain Morgan? He's a bit wobbly, Terry. All right, just checking. Uh, a couple empty netters made it seem worse than it was, and the first one really had a goofy bounce to go in, but the Oilers lose 5-2 to St. Louis last night. Again, the first line was hot fire and nothing from the others. The uh, other problem was silly penalties. <clears throat> you know, Connor puts up the go-ahead goal there, the first, one of, <laughs> the first one of the game, and the crowd's into it, the barn's shaking. you got to be responsible. You can't take... Take silly penalties and put your team... Because, I mean, St. Louis, they scored like right away on the power play. Yeah. They had two power play goals. Bing, bang. All of a sudden, everybody's deflated and everybody's thinking, well, okay... I don't know. Some significant improvements need to be made uh, on lines two, three, and four in order for these boys to keep any momentum going that they've built up here in the first quarter. Taylor Hall and the Devils are in town tomorrow night. It's third Jersey Friday and all that jazz. So oh, cool. Big game. Uh, I mean, it was fun. 
But uh, I never like seeing St. Louis win because that means Brent, our promotions. Oh, uh, he's not. Yeah, I know. He yeah. comes and he wears his uh, jersey and it looks like a dress on him because he's so small. <laughs> Pot kettle. <laughs> Netflix is reportedly losing around $135 million a month due to password sharing, which is about $1.6 billion annually they're writing off. That assumes everyone who's borrowing a password would sign up if they couldn't share one. But still, no imminent changes are in the pipeline, despite the fact that it's literally costing them a fortune. A recent study shows that uh, 35% of millennials... Goddamn millennials. 19% of Gen Xers and 13% of boomers share their passwords for streaming services. So, yeah. I got an email from Netflix saying one of the devices is going to be shut down that, uh, on your account. Dave just texted us, too, and says, adding to the list of scams that are presently out there uh, to take advantage of, of people, he received a text from uh, somebody saying that his Netflix account has been locked due to security updates, and he needs to click the link to provide reestablish the account. Hmm. He checked his Netflix account before he did that. Right. Still running no problem, okay. so watch out for that one, too. All right. I got to tell my kids about that one. Okay, well, if you're talking about Netflix, I'm going to tell you, did you see this story about HBO? Oh, no. Have you ever been trying to binge watch something, but you're distracted by what's happening around you. Is it's particularly uh, uh, applicable for college students with roommates? Yeah. Uh, HBO or fiancés that don't shut the hell up. Sure. This that we, this would come in perfectly handy for you, Pete. Yes. HBO is giving people giant cardboard boxes that you can basically sit or lay inside so that you can stream in peace. They'll ship the, it. The HBO box is black. Uh -huh. It has holes That's so you racist. can breathe. Yeah. Uh, plus a shelf that apparently holds your streaming device. And there's like a 60-second long commercial that I shared on Twitter this morning. Okay. It seems like a joke, but it's a real marketing gimmick that HBO is doing. They're giving you your own what, cry box. It's a stream closet. It's a stream closet. Oh, what a time to be alive. I can only. I don't want to be the second person to use that box. Ugh. I can only. I don't want to know what's going on inside See, I that. don't know why you went that way. I was more excited about adult pillow fort kind of deal. You know? <laughs> right, no girls allowed on the outside here. No, no. Well, you can decorate it how you see fit. Bedazzle away. Yeah. Just take the vodka, head on in, and have a good time. Uh, absolutely. There you go with your 37 hours of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> it's time to play Third Time's the Charm for your chance to win tickets to see Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. And this time, we mean it. G37 can I guarantee the concert will actually happen. I know. I've, I've been hearing commercials saying it's going to happen. It's going to happen Tuesday night. Yeah. I've set my clock and everything. So we'll give away some tickets. It's looking more promising this time. To the big concert. Hypothetical concert. <laughs> I'm using my quotey fingers again. Yeah. Tuesday night, Fleetwood Mac, Rogers Place. Playing third time's a charm this morning. If you've been playing all week, we're going to ask you three trivia questions. All you got to do is get one out of the three for third time's a charm. Correct. Okay. 780-451-8097. 30-day rule in effect. If you've won in the last 30 days, give it a rest. Let somebody else have a chance. We'll clear the lines to make it fair for everybody here right now this morning. And see who we get to play with. Who's on the phone? And here's, hello. Good morning. What's your name? Good morning. It's Kelly. Hi, Kel. Hi. Uh, like Pete said, we're playing third times the charm. You just have to answer one question. Here is your first question. One question, correct. 
So here we go, Kelly. In which decade was the American Ballet set up in New York? Um, the 60s? Ooh, no. The the 30s. I thought everybody knew that one. (laughs) K97 listeners are avid ballet goers. Of course they are. Yes, yes. All right, Kelly. You got two left to get one right, Kelly. Yes. Question number two. Who spoke for the first time in a Bugs Bunny cartoon back in 1951? Bugs Bunny. It was the Roadrunner, actually. The Roadrunner? The Roadrunner. Meet, meet. That might have been it. Okay. Yeah. All right, Cal. Third time's a charm. If you don't get this, you know what happens. The tickets get get given to the next person. Get given? Yeah. Get given. Get given. Now they're going to get given. I'll go with that. All right. Go with get given. All right, Cal. Put your big thinking cap on. This one's tough. What color is a school bus? What color is a school bus? Yellow. Hey! Yay! You see, because third time's a charm. Just like that, Kelly, you've got Fleetwood Mac tickets. Awesome. Wow, I'm I'm so excited. Hopefully they're not going to cancel this time. Oh, that would be off. I would be... It would be just like, what What are you doing? <laughs> Why do you keep teasing us this way? No kidding. Oh, my goodness. It's like putting bird seed on the other side of a... Of a what? I don't know. A, a, I uh, lost a, me on this one there, Big painted Bird. painted wall on the... It's a Roadrunner reference. It's... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Kelly got it, didn't you, Kel? Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, BS, you did, Kelly. She doesn't know a thing about ballet, but she got the reference to the Roadrunner bird seat on the other side of the full wall that the coyote paints so that the bird... She just wants the ticket. She signed with you, Big Bird. That's yeah. the only reason there. No, right. the bird seat was from Acme. Right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's, but it, it, Acme is a very versatile store. You could get little umbrellas. You could get anvils. You could get bird seed. You could get fans. With short extension cords, you could buy high-end explosives. Yeah, you could That's get. That's right. Yeah, gi- you could get a giant <laughs> magnet that was so big that everything that would come into the cave. Remember, even the cruise ship came into the cave because of that giant magnet. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Acme really was the first Amazon. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Maybe they should sue Jeff Bezos for stealing their idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hang on the line, Kel. We'll get your vitals and get you your tickets. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco. On Classic Rock, K97. Back in uh, August, we had the uh, Veteran Paratroopers Motorcycle Club with their Kids with Cancer Motorcycle Run, and uh, I was honorary ride leader uh, for that. And uh, at that run, I met Stu Bates. And uh, Stu comes up to me, we're blah, 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 we're chatting, chat, chat. He's a former U.S. Marine, tells me about this new uh, business venture that he's got coming up in St. Albert and Sherwood Park called F-45. And I had seen uh, the odd ad for it on uh, social media. Is this a plane or something? F-45, was, it's functional 45, it's a gym, it's training. Oh, it's, okay. It's okay. personal fitness. And uh, he goes, uh, how'd you like to try it? And I thought, I'm not really a gym guy. And I said, you know what? They extended the invitation. So they opened up in St. Albert, and uh, it's right in behind the staples there beside the liquor store, which is handy. Um, <laughs> so I, I started going, to, this, going yeah. to the gym, and a large gust of wind blows you right into the liquor store. <laughs> Yes, it happens. God, I was trying so hard today. It happens. How did I end up in here? It happens from time to time. 
So I thought, okay, I'll try this out. You know, Stu's a nice guy. Met his uh, wife, Danny, and uh, he took, his, took me in and showed me as it was getting ready. And I actually, I went in. I, I really like it. And it's uh, one of those things where you get in there and you just keep going from station to station. You do 45 seconds yep. of training, 15 seconds of rest. You don't have enough time to think to yourself, oh, God, I'm at the gym. Because you just keep on moving to the next station. And Super do set. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. And I've been uh, going to this pretty steady. And uh, it, it's funny because I'll do some stuff on my Instagram story and and just show it uh, because they, they have the TV screens that show the exercises that you, and I'll go oh there, there's a possibility somebody could fart doing that <laughs> because there's some stuff that's a little more strenuous oh yeah some of it's more uh, cardio some of it's more strength based and resistance and that sort of thing the the other night I went not last night, the night before. I got to show you this. I'm going to take my headphones off and show you this. Okay, because hold on. you better hear. Turn this microphone on. You want that one on? So you can. Because you what you had to do was it. And I'm not. Uh, Holy, are you taking your shoes off? You're really getting into this. No, over no, here. no. I'm not. I'm going to leave my shoes on. Oh, what you okay. had to do is, and I'm not great at push-ups, but you had to do one of these things. You had to go down like this, and you had to put your feet on. Something that was elevated like this. Okay, right? so you've got your feet on a garbage can okay, right now. Okay, on an upside-down garbage can. So I'm doing one of these ones. And then you got to go up like that. This is awkward looking. <laughs> and then you got to do a push-up. That's a lot of moon, Terry. <laughs> and one of those, and then you reset. And I thought, I'm going to break my goddamn nose because I have no upper body strength. <laughs> and when we're there, the coaches are awesome. And how red is my face right now? It's it's very red, and I'm surprised those fancy jeans actually bent that far. <laughs> so we have Kat and Aaron, who were the coaches the other night there. And Kat's trying to help me out with this thing. Yeah. And she, she, I mean, Kat is just so ripped, so in shape, it's ridiculous. <laughs> So I'm trying to do this, and, and she's saying, well, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to bend your arms, you got to bend your knees, you got to bring it up, you got to reset. You gotta... I'm saying, Kat, I'm just trying not to break my nose by falling face first <laughs> into the ground. But uh, it's, it made me think of funny gym stories, because you see the videos every once in a while, somebody will send a Facebook video of... Uh, You're out of, of breath. I'm out of breath, just trying to do <laughs> one of those. two push-ups, everybody. <laughs> Feeling the bird today. So, so the, you know the uh, the apparatus videos where somebody's completely doing it wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. got a gym story, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got so, lots. You, oh, you... Well, yeah, but yours usually involves some old guy shaving his bag in the... That was one that stood out, yeah, where he was smoothing out his California raisins right there in the shower. That uh, was a little awkward. Well, thankfully, none of that happens at F45. The, the, the stew's got it open in St. Albert and... Uh, Sherwood Park now. You can uh, check it out on my uh, Instagram if you want to. And if you have a funny gym story that you want to share with us, by all means, 780-451-8097. I had one that went viral. I'll see if I can find for us and I can re uh, regale with us. It was titled, The Fart Heard Cross Fort McMurray. <laughs> okay. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Fatipco. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K. 97. Letting Terry catch his breath after he did one push-up over there. <laughs> oh, and thanks for videoing that. Ah, I appreciate it. that. It was uh, it was a lot to take in. Good thing there wasn't a lot of people walking by the mall. There was a full moon, in effect, inside the building. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about funny stories of uh, Jim, Jim Flatulence. Flatulence.
Flatulence? Well, flatulence. Yes, flatulence. It's not, it doesn't necessarily oh. have to be about flatulence. Quite often it is. But. No, it's, it's the 90-10 rule on that. 90, 90% <laughs> of the time it's a funny fart story at a gym. Like <clears throat> The one that I have is legendary. Every time it pops up on my Facebook on memories, I, I've got to reshare it because it was just one of those moments in time that I'll never forget. So I'm working out and doing my thing on the captain's chair. This is back up in the Mac. And in that area is kind of like the yoga stretching. So you get the real hot girls there in the Lulu pants okay. doing doing their thing. Right. And then next to it is the leg press machine. Sure. Arguably one of the, the more alpha machines in the gymnasium. Right? Roger that. That's, that's how much weight can you put on this sure. to let every other male know that you're the dominant alpha species. Of course. So in comes Chad. We'll call him Chad for this. <laughs> Chad notices all the fine-looking honeys in the Lululemons. Right, so doing the yoga mat. He starts peacock strutting his way over to the leg press machine. Of course he does. So while I'm going through my sets, he's loading up weight, like all of it. Like every 45 plate in the place is going on to the leg press machine. Mm -hmm. I got four sets done before he was even done loading up weight. <laughs> so I'm watching him load the weight of a Fiat onto the uh, leg press machine. Sure. And I'm like, this is not going to go well. So he starts doing his little saunter around the, the machine. He's sizing it up. He's looking at it. And, you know, he, he's getting ready to throw down Terry. Yeah. But he's making sure he's caught the eye of a few of the fine females behind him. So he jumps into the hot seat there, pushes up. And as fast as it went up, faster, it came back down. It folded the poor guy like a pretzel. <laughs> I'm worried that he's going to be crippled, so I'm I'm kind of guessing maybe I should go over, but I'm like, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> oh. So you didn't leap right to spotter? Uh, he's like, let's, let's see how Chad does here. Okay. So Chad, grunting and just trying as hard as he can before asking for help because, again, to alpha. Maintain yeah, his to maintain. Digging, yes, okay. He is grunting and pushing with all of his might. Right. He finally gets the weight about halfway up when it happened. What happened? Like a balloon animal asking a question. <laughs> a fart just echoed through the entire gymnasium. And then you just heard, oh, no. So he, <laughs> he manages to get the weight back up. His face is as red as a tomato, and he jumps up. And it was at that moment we all knew as he grabbed his... His ass. Uh -huh. He'd filled his armor under armor shorts. He'd touched cloth. <laughs> He'd touched cloth. So he's green apple two-stepping away in shame here on the way to the washroom to probably dispose of what, you know, now are, are no longer any wearable uh, underwear and, and under armor shorts. Did, and, he, yeah. did he get any numbers from the uh, hotties on the yoga mats? No, I've never saw Chad return to that gym after that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But everybody... Like, it was a unified... And think about how many people wear headphones in a gym, okay? And everybody laughed at the same time. That's how loud the fart was. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Minus 13 to start your day. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds, then a little more cloud rolling in. Rain overnight down to zero. Eight degrees in the rain tomorrow. That's on the plus side. And then it'll drop down. We might see some freezing rain tomorrow night.
and a high of, uh, sorry, a low of minus seven. It'll kind of stay like that through Saturday. And then uh, we're going to call Doppler Boy. Uh, that's Pete's uh, weather fiend. He's uh, got a propeller that's awfully big on his beanie. Man, he, every time he's, he's chimed in, he's right. I that's know. the thing. Well, and the, 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 every time he chimes in and he's right, it's always because he says something that's so far and away different from what we see on the Environment Canada forecast. It, it makes us go, huh? So, Dude, if, I, if you don't know, nobody knows. That's just yeah. the way it is with weather. We will uh, chat with him, uh, but uh, minus 13, and it'll uh, warm up nicely to above zero for you today. Uh, Chargers and Raiders, Thursday night football at Match Eatery and Public House in Starlight Casino here in West Edmonton Mall tonight at 6.15. Jerseys to win, food and drink specials, games at halftime. I'm hosting all of the fun tonight at Match in the Starlight Casino here in West Edmonton Mall. Well, despite the rise in the number of wildfires across the province in the past few years, the UCP government is getting rid of a unit of firefighters that are specially trained to fight wildfires. This went well for Notley before. In case members of the RAP program, in this case, members of the RAP program, so they directly jump into remote areas from helicopters to battle the blaze when, you know, ground crews and regular vehicles can't get there, has been cut. It doesn't sound like a great decision. For a guy that really hates his predecessor, that is a move like directly from her playbook. Hmm. And it did not go well for her, and it will not go well for him. Well, maybe Period. there's something, he's got something up his sleeve to quote the province with so that there are no wild, wild Maybe that's players. where they're going to use all that excess calcium chloride. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not flammable. Uh, a couple of entry uh, empty netters made it seem worse than it was last night. The, the first one really had a goofy bounce to go in, but the Oilers lost 5-2 to St. Louis. Again, the first line was hot fire, but nothing really from the others. We're going to talk with Rob Tichkowski, the inside dish with Titch, coming up after the Romantics and find out his take on the Oilers game last night. We're 17 games in, coming to the quarter uh, mark of the, of the season. Already? Yeah, and usually that's when you, you know, that's kind of the barometer. Wow. That's the measuring stick of uh, how the team's doing. But there's an awful lot of things that are happening that have got some eyebrows raised. So, uh, Taylor Hall and the Devils in town tomorrow night, third Jersey Friday, and all that jazz at Rogers Place. At Flicks, back in the news, it's reportedly losing $135 million a month due to password sharing, which translates to around $1.6 billion a year. Uh, I mean, that obviously is an assumption that everyone who's borrowing a password would sign up for it themselves. But nonetheless, that's kind of the numbers that are coming up. A recent study says an estimated 35% of millennials share passwords, 19% of Gen Xers, and 13% of baby boomers even share their passwords. Boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. So <laughs> if you're uh, now, there's also a scam going around too. Dave let us know about this this morning. We were talking about scams yesterday to be, you know, mindful of and watch for. Uh, if you get a text or an email, Terry got one too that says, hey, you need to click here and check your account. There's been some other parasite using your password, et cetera. Etc. Don't do that. Manage your own account. If you want to get rid of Parasite 1, Parasite 2, or Parasite 3, you go in and you boot them off yourself. Because there's no plan in the pipeline right now from Netflix to actually remove any of these password-sharing people. Right. Well, they, and yeah, they said that they're going to remove one of the devices from my account. So I, I just went in and took away, you know, somebody who's... Mm -hmm. There was a kid's category 
Your kids are like 20. I know. So I just removed that one. Uh, Here's something uh, that will uh, be up in your craw there, Pete. You'll be all for this. Safety advocates in Ontario are pressing for the use of textilizer devices. Oh, I've seen this. Isn't this something? There's a tech developer called Celebrite, and it says police would be able to use these devices to find out whether a phone was being used and how it was being used. The Ontario Ministry of Transportation says any new tools would have to be reviewed and they would have to address privacy uh, issues uh, as many individuals Uh store information on cell phones and all that stuff. While privacy issues concern some, it's no more invasive than a breathalyzer, says one safety advocate. So there is the possibility that there may be, you know how they aim the photo radar, the the, the radar guns at you? They might be able to use these textilizer things Maybe it's a, you know... I don't think it's a text radar from everything I've read. Oh, they just hook it up to your phone yeah, and find Yeah, they just take your phone and see if it was you. So that's why they're... And you'd think I'd be an advocate for this, but the problem is that's really infringing on people's rights. Your passenger could be using the phone. Somebody else could be using the phone in there. There's too many holes in this. Well, I, I agree we need stiffer penalties and something to be done about this. This seems a little too convoluted other than just writing bigger tickets. Enforcement, you know? Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, you know, I, they had a, a radar, uh, like a laser radar thing on Ray Gibbon Drive. So when you came off the Anthony Henday to go northbound on Ray Gibbon Drive, yeah. they would have the radar there. And it, I'm guessing that, you know, they, they can look through. Is, is there like a little telescope kind of thing in there, too, where you can see? if Like a the, sight? Yeah. Yeah, of course there's a, a telescope. You're an avid hunter, I say, I gather here. No, not, not really. About <laughs> as much as you're into hockey. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering if maybe they can spot people on cell phones with that thing, too. It's all about enforcement. The, the amount of money I pay a year in photo radar tickets, we could hire one officer alone just to stand on a corner and write tickets. It's the Inside Dish with Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the North and Team Ford in the South. Classic Rock K97. You can follow him on Twitter. It's quite amusing uh, most of the time. Uh, at Rob underscore Titchkowski. He follows the Oilers like nobody's business, writes things down, and people pay him money for it. And he joins us every uh, Thursday here to talk about the Oilers. Against the Blues last night, they looked pretty mediocre, didn't they? Yeah, and it's, you know, it was it, 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 people expected a lot more. This is a, a measuring stick game against the, the Stanley Cup champions. It's, it's one of those games that you know the whole league is watching. And then what we really saw is that yeah, the Oilers, you know, they still have a lot of holes in their game. You know, they're just, you know they're they're a, they're a top team in the league right now, points wise, but they're just you know on the ice they're 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 not. Like they're losing uh, a lot of steam after that great start. You know the. Aside from that, the great play that McDavid made in the first uh, shift of the game, and then a stretch in the third period, it was a lot of the same issues that have been that have been plaguing the Oilers all year. You know, uh, came home to roost again. You know, the goalie was just okay. There was a big sag in the middle of the game. The offense uh, couldn't get any anything going. So you know, it's uh, 
you know, they, they started out like a house on fire, and, and now it's just, uh, you know, it's starting to look a little bit like a, a burnt-out house. Now it's like somebody's been p- putting them out with a shovel. Um, and some silly penalties last night, too. I mean, the, 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 but this has been kind of a common thing. You, you get a silly penalty, or you get some bad giveaways, or you've got lines two, three, and four just not really doing anything to contribute except for take space out there and give the first line a rest. Yeah, those yeah, well, those penalties were were a killer. Like dry saddles, just for no reason, just lays out one of the blues just in front of everybody, and it was an obvious call that the referee has to make. And and uh, Yurko in the offensive zone, you know, you, you don't ever want to take penalties in the offensive zone at the best of times. And then you know when you get scored on, it's just especially deflating. And you never want to make sweeping judgments off of just one game or, or a team will turn it around and, and make you look stupid but we're talking about you know a nine or ten game stretch here where the orders have been uh, leaking it a little bit like two goals or less than eight of their last ten games uh, three wins in their last nine only one regulation win in their last nine like these are these are signs that, that, that things need to improve and need to get better uh, so there's there's really definite concern right now the way this team is trending. So do you think uh, 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 Archibald and uh, some of the guys that are hurt, uh, is it Nygaard and Ireland? Nygaard and Archibald and Riley Sheehan, yeah. Yeah, are they, are they getting I mean, if they're going to come in, that means somebody has to step out and maybe go back down to Bakersfield, and is it going to be that much of an improvement? Well, you know, that's, that's the next bullet in their chamber, right? There's only so much that you can do and you know like nobody is really expecting you know Sheehan and Nygaard and Archibald to be game breakers like they're a little faster than the players that the Oilers have in right now uh, but you know if you know if you're if you're crossing your fingers and hoping that those three guys are the players that are going to turn your season around it's, it's, it's a bit of a risk and but the secondary scoring thing man it's been a problem it's not just 17 games old. This is a problem that's a year and 17 games old. <laughs> if, this, if this team was a dog sled, there'd be two dogs pulling and, and uh, eight dogs sitting on the uh, on the thing with the driver yelling mush. <laughs> there would be, Rob, there would be two dogs pulling and eight dogs sitting around a poker table on a velvet <laughs> thing that's hanging on your wall in your basement is what would be happening. <laughs> They'd be on the sled yelling, hurry up guys, we're losing steam here. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. If only we could uh, somehow replicate Colby Cave. We need 12. It's come to that. They need 12 Colby Caves on this team or uh, or, uh, it's going to go the other way. Uh, and we've got New Jersey in town tomorrow night, so it doesn't get any any easier, even though their record isn't great. Yeah, the return of uh, Taylor Hall. They're they're at the stage now where they have to start picking up some of these uh, uh, games against... You know, teams below them because there, there's a lot. There's, there's some tough ones coming up. You know, they benefited that seven to one start. A lot of that was from an easy schedule, and now they're seeing the other side of it. Things are getting tough. They've had some. You know, Arizona came through, and uh, St. Louis the other day. So, uh, you know, they're they're still in a good spot. That 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 start is is bankrolled them to ten five and two, but they have to play better. There's just no two ways about it. Like they they're not as good as their record is right now. We'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to seeing the uh, last of this three-game homestand against New Jersey and then uh, a little bit of a road trip coming up here. Thanks for calling in, Rob. Thanks for having me. Hello there, K97. Who is this? It's Paul. Paul? Yep. 
Paul, did you have to take off mittens or gloves or something to dial up the phone to call us in to try and win the money? No, I didn't, buddy. I just got my turn. It's been running for a minute. There you go. Well, you're caller number nine. We got $300 for you. Nice. Isn't that nice? That's that's totally awesome, buddy. I need gas. Can I come get it right now or what? (laughs) (laughs) Hang on the line, Paul. Paul, you're my favorite winner ever. (laughs) Beautiful, buddy. Sunshine, you give me three bucks. I'm taking the day off. K97 traffic. God bless your heart, Paul. You're a great winner of K97. It's $40,000 foreplay with the Mad Credit Man. If you won 10 grand, I could imagine how many. (laughs) Sweet up, then. Wow. All right. Well, if you're stuck in traffic on the southwest corner of the Hyundai, that's due to an accident that is on the Anthony Hyundai at Cameron Heights there. It's right about the overpass, and it is causing some delays. Doug let us know about that this morning. In fact, it's really, really starting to back up. Terwilliger is being affected from that, and it also looks like the white mud, if you're headed westbound, just as soon as you pass 178th and you're going to try and make your way onto the Hyundai, you're going to be really, really jammed up there. And uh, if I scan the traffic cameras, I don't think I see anything else that you need to be aware of at this time, but if you see something, 780-451-8097. Sunday, November 10th at Mr. Lube. $2 from every oil change goes towards Canadian veterans. Take care of your car and those who served our country. No appointment needed. <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Paul Hellier's our latest winner. K97's $40,000 foreplay with Matt Credit wins $300 after hearing the uh, three songs this hour. So, way to go, Paul. Could come up again anytime. You never know when... Huh? What? He's <laughs> just trying to get his laugh queued up there. No. Oh, man, he had the best laugh ever. He was pretty excited about $300, man. That's th- th- hey, $300 he never had before he made that phone call. He's turning the shove around and headed right home for the day, he said. Somebody comes up to you on the street hands you $300, you're not going to turn that down. No. $300. That's exactly the best day ever. <laughs> we were uh, talking earlier this week about that college student that was making that 270-mile trip from Minnesota to Iowa every weekend to buy uh, 100 boxes of donuts. And then he was selling them uh-huh. at uh, places that didn't have Krispy Kreme. So he was making 10 bucks a box. His side hustle was making him good money, man. Yeah, and Krispy Kreme was going to shut him down, and then they realized, hey, this is uh, bringing us some good marketing, some good exposure. Let's see if we can um, turn this guy into, uh, you know, third-party delivery sort of thing. He's an independent operator. Sure, okay, sure. There, Jeez, use a, the proper terminology, so won't you? We, even yesterday, we were trying to figure out, we asked, uh, what is, what can you not get in Edmonton mm-hmm. that would be, like, uh, you know, within... A three-hour drive, yeah, say, we, for Pete to go and get something, bring it back that we could sell here that you would pay a premium for. Maybe we could raise some money for a charity. Right? That was the idea. Some people uh, grasped the concept. Others, not so much. Yeah, Paula said that there's a cannoli shop down in uh, in Lacombe that's pretty good. Yeah, Capone's. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, we had somebody also suggest the donuts 
um, in Drayton Valley. Well, right? that, that was yeah, that was I've I've always I've known for years about the donuts in Drayton. Oh, Valley. Oh, that was you. Yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, people were also talking about lobster from New Brunswick and, 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 and like hot, and dog, hot buns. dog buns from Fredericton or something. Yeah, <laughs> this is really bizarre stuff. Yeah. It was just going to be too far, you know. Somebody wanted us to fly out to New somebody Finland. wanted us to deliver mayo. First of all, hard no. Pump yeah. the brakes on that idea yeah. to New Zealand. Oh, it, yeah, mayonnaise. That, that didn't make any sense either. So it was kind of no missing mayo. the point. But uh, with with all of the talk of all of this stuff and how we, you know, mentioned Drayton Valley, mm-hmm. uh, which is a community that's been hard hit by the energy sector downturn uh, yeah. sort of thing. But there's lots of other businesses out there in Drayton Valley that are still plugging away, trying to stay afloat and, and uh, you Do know. Do their thing, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a strong Albertan community out there. I come in this morning and I... Uh, check my machine uh, and uh, I've got this message. Yes, hello, good morning, or good afternoon, Terry. It's Lindsay Dykstra calling. Um, I'm actually an employee at the Drayton Valley Bakery. Um, my co-workers and I just wanted to give you a call and just let you know, um, heartwarmingly, you and Pete were discussing the Drayton Valley Bakery on your morning show this morning. We had a customer come all the way from Edmonton on business to Drayton Valley this, today. His name is Clayton Siemens, uh, works for CFIB. He stopped in at our bakery and bought a bunch of donuts. So we just wanted to say um, thank you so very much for your recommendation. And uh, it was really, really sweet. Um, It's nice to know that we're still thought of out there. So thanks again. You can reach us at any time and call us back if you'd like. 780-542. Five nine four zero. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Lindsay, for calling in seven eight zero five four two five nine four zero. Sure. And I, I, this Clayton Siemens from CFIB. Yeah. I don't know if he bought enough donuts to bring them back into town and sell them. Get off so th- my turf. <laughs> But uh, it's nice. Uh, and you, by all means, hey, those, their honey glazed donuts at the Drayton Valley Bakery are unbelievable. Preach, girl. So uh, maybe this is uh, I, I I sense this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship with Lindsay. Is this the, is this the spot that I'm going to? In the Drayton Valley Bakery. Well, we, we might have to do some investigative uh, journalism okay. and reporting and uh, phone calling uh, later today or tomorrow or something like that. What is Drayton Valley? About 150k. Uh, if that. Let me have a little peruse here. That seems like it's in our snack bracket. I think it is. You just, just straight out to the Yellowhead and turn left at, uh, at, at the end of Wobbaman Lake there, down through Tomahawk, and you're in Drayton Valley, man. Oh, sounds like you already know how to get there, so pitter-patter, Terry. <laughs> no, this was, a, this was a you. This was a pavement princess thing. Oh, don't talk about my lifted truck. We'll get people you, mad about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. You need to get in that truck and go somewhere where there's no photo radar. Touche, touche. <laughs> All right, uh, a little cool to start things off, but we'll get above zero today. Uh, four degrees with some sunshine, then clouds rolling in later. Uh, rain overnight and rain into tomorrow. A high of eight degrees tomorrow, but then tomorrow night we'll have freezing rain. 
So that'll be terrific. And then Saturday, we'll have some snow to cover up the freezing rain. Uh, it's going to be a dog's breakfast is what it's going to be. SWS Marine Group, uh, their year-end sales event. It's the best time of the year to buy your dream Malibu with massive factory and dealer incentives and no interest, no payments till spring. Find yours at swsmarinegroup.com. It looked great under the tree. Oh, are you kidding me? Right. Are uh, you? Uh, oof. Despite a rise in the number of wildfires across the province over the past couple of years, the UCP government is getting rid of a unit of firefighters that are specifically trained to fight wildfires. Huh. I know. In this case, members of the RAP program who jumped directly, uh, directly into remote areas to battle blazes when ground crews and, you know, the machinery can't get there has been nixed. For a premier that wants to be nothing like his predecessor, this did not work well for Notley, and this will not work well for you. That's it. That's all I have. That's all. Plus, that uh, seems like fun, rappelling out of a helicopter. Into a fire? Not the into the fire part, just the rappelling out of the... How about like a sensible ball pit? Here comes Pete into the play place at McDonald's. I was going to say, Pete's been at McDonald's again. A couple empty empty netters last night made it seem worse than it was. And the first one really had a kind of a goofy bounce to go in. But the Oilers, uh, with a 5-2 loss to the St. Louis Blues last night, they are the Stanley Cup champions, after all. So they're not going to just lie there and let you have Adam. Sounds like excuses. Again, the first line was hot fire and nothing from the others. The uh, other problem was silly penalties. After Connor puts up the go-ahead goal to make it one nothing, the crowd's into it, the barn's shaking. you got to be responsible. You can't be doing silly things to put your team at risk, especially when you've got a power play like St. Louis does. Some significant improvements need to be uh, made on lines 2, 3, and 4. Hopefully that's coming down the pipe. The inside dish with Titch coming up just before 9 o'clock this morning. Find out what he thinks about all this Euler business as we are 17 games in, almost at the quarter point of the season. Taylor Hall and the Devils in town tomorrow night, third Jersey Friday, and all that jazz at Rogers Place. Netflix, back in the news because they're reportedly uh, reportedly losing $135 million a month due to password sharing. So that's like a smooth $1.6 billion annually. However, they, that's assuming that everybody that's borrowing a password would sign up if they couldn't share it. Nonetheless, there's no changes in the pipeline uh, coming down to try and you know, stop this. Right. So if you get a text or an email saying, uh, hey, click this link, watch out, it could be a phishing scam, and then you could be giving your identity away, uh, and that's not good. So a recent study has uh, estimated that 35% of millennials share passwords, 19% of Gen Xers, and only 13% of baby boomers share their passwords. Okay, boomer. Mm. That's probably because it's really hard for you guys to use those things. Oh, settle down there, Festus. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You don't know what Festus is. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> is that everything about your... Ah, that's it. Yeah, okay. We're up to speed. Hey, uh, have you started doing any Christmas shopping yet? Oh, hard no, bud. Okay. Just Pump wondering. the brakes. When you do Christmas shop, do you do nicely wrapped or do you put it in a, like a one-time use Safeway bag and uh, put it under the tree? Depends on what year. Usually kiosk at the mall. <laughs> okay. Then other years, Jack Daniels and a tape gun. All right. <laughs>
You strike me as somebody who takes a lot of time oh, yeah. in rapping. Of course. I can't stand rapping things. do that. Well, I hey, tried to save the turtles, unlike you. If you uh, missed your chance last year, it's, uh, I, I know this thing was uh, down in the States, but you never know. Some people do stuff when you think, oh, well, that was only available down in the States. What? Somebody from Spruce Grove did this? Oh, boy. Uh, Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean Sausages? Mm. Jimmy Dean is uh, doing this recipe gift exchange thing again this year. If you go to their website, you can pick a recipe to cook and submit a photo. And then you get to choose a prize. The prizes include things like uh, sausage-flavored candy canes, uh, sausage lip balm, uh, sausage-scented wrapping paper... These are all things that you can win in this JimmyDeanGiftExchange.com. Yeah, these are all things I also have a hard time getting my dog not to chew as is. This is just going to make it more appetizing for oh, him. See, I never even thought of that <laughs> because I don't even have a dog. Yeah, yeah you well, can't you're gonna wrap your presents no. in sausage-scented wrapping paper. Why does my iPad have slobber on it, Mom? <laughs> Well, there are non-sausage-infused things like cowboy boot slippers, socks, and an ornament that you can win as well. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Classic Rock. K97. It, it really is something. The, the way, the, this story that we're talking about, too, how the uh, bride and groom decided to cancel their wedding after getting the $30,000 donated to them by family and friends and whatnot yeah. for the wedding. Which is a substantial amount of money, too. Yeah. And uh, she's in, I'm going to need to take an extra week off of life in order to recover from all of this. Now, I'm going to embark on a social, uh, uh, get off social media and the phone and internet and do oh, a blackout. Christ. Do not contact me. I've endured uh, this slanderous attack from my own family and friends. Slanderous. And uh, we'll have to go to the doctor and you can foot the $2,000. <laughs> this... <laughs> This is, oh my God. The great, the, 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 then it started getting to the point where you're trending on Reddit. <laughs> Four words you don't want to hear. You're trending on Reddit. Excuse me? Oh, it was uh, it was fantastic. Like I said, you can uh, check out uh, my Twitter at I am Terry Evans if you want to see the whole thread and read it. It's very entertaining. This is a Karen in the making right here. You're, you're watching a oh. Karen develop right before your eyes. Without a doubt. And if you're just wondering, just to give you an idea, they had a wedding set for December 1st, mm -hmm. canceled the wedding, kept all the money that was donated as, 30 a, Gs. as a pre- donation yeah. sort of thing, and they were going to use it for a honeymoon, even though the wedding wasn't happening. They were spending it frivolously. Right. Yeah. And uh, then she had the audacity to say, hey, if you still want to donate to our Second next, fake uh, wedding. Yeah, our next upcoming wedding. So, they're, they're, I mean, a rich uncle donated 12 grand. Then all of a sudden it was all over the social media and people are uh, commenting and, and so on. But uh, it's not the only time that people have uh, raised money under quasi-false pretenses. Hello? I'm not sure if uh, maybe it kind of pertains to the story you guys are talking about fundraising. We had a family member uh, fake uh, cancer and fundraised money. I gave money. Everybody gave money and it turned out uh, that we found out that she didn't have cancer. We, we, we cut the relationship off. We phoned the police and the police couldn't uh, couldn't even talked to her by saying she'd have to prove that she doesn't have cancer, but they didn't have probable cause. And, and she, she raised uh, 1800 bucks, but she never had cancer and she used it. That is disgusting. 
it is absolutely disgusting, and and we we cut it off from there. If you raise money for a cause, mm-hmm. if that cause isn't run through or true, that money has to go back because the person giving it is giving it with with and because of that cause. Yeah, it's it it is. Uh it's a pretty low... <laughs> like, you should be injected with cancer if you do that. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, and that person has cut all... We Everybody cut ties with this person. She lives in uh, uh, just outside of Calgary. But, it, you know, with that story that you guys have, the money absolutely should go back. 100%, man. You can always send them to a healing lodge, which is Chernobyl without protective wear. Thanks I'm, for the call, man. Right on. It's the Inside Dish with Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the North and Team Ford in the South. Classic Rock, K97. You can follow him on Twitter. It's quite amusing uh, most of the time. Uh, at Rob underscore Titchkowski. He follows the Oilers like nobody's business, writes things down, and people pay him money for it. And he joins us every uh, Thursday here to talk about the Oilers. Against the Blues last night, they looked pretty mediocre, didn't they? Yeah, and this, you know, it was it, 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 people expected a lot more. This is a measuring stick game against the, the Stanley Cup champions. It's, it's one of those games that you know the whole league is watching. And then what we really saw is that yeah, the Oilers, you know, they still have a lot of holes in their game. You know, they're just, you know they're they're a, they're a top team in the league right now, points wise, but they're just you know on the ice they're 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 not. Like they're losing uh, a lot of steam after that great start. You know the. Aside from that, the great play that McDavid made in the first uh, shift of the game, and then a stretch in the third period, it was a lot of the same issues that have been that have been plaguing the Oilers all year. You know, uh, came home to roost again. You know, the goalie was just okay. There was a big sag in the middle of the game. The offense uh, couldn't get any anything going. So you know, it's uh, you know they they started out like a house on fire, and and now it's just. Uh, you know, starting to look a little bit like a, a burnt-out house. Now it's like somebody's been p- putting them out with a shovel. Um, and some silly penalties last night, too. I mean, the, 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 but this has been kind of a common thing. You, you get a silly penalty or you get some bad giveaways or you've got lines two, three, and four just not really doing anything to contribute except for take space out there and give the first line a rest. Yeah, those yeah, well, those penalties were were killer. Like dry saddles, just for no reason, just lays out one of the blues just in front of everybody, and it was an obvious call that the referee has to make. And and uh, Yurko in the offensive zone, you know, you, you don't ever want to take penalties in the offensive zone at the best of times. And then you know when you get scored on, it's just especially deflating. And you never want to make sweeping judgments off of just one game, or or a team will turn it around and, and make you look stupid. But we're talking about, you know, a nine or ten game stretch here where the Oilers have been uh, leaking it a little bit. Like, two goals or less in eight of their last ten games, uh, three wins in their last nine, only one regulation win in their last nine. Like, these are these are signs that, that, that things need to improve and need to get better. Uh, so there's there's really definite concern right now the way this team is trending. So do you think uh, 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 Archibald and uh, some of the guys that are hurt? Uh, who is it? Nygaard, Nyland, Ny- Nygaard and Archibald and Riley Sheehan. Yeah. Yeah. Are they are they getting? I mean, if they're going to come in, that means somebody has to step out and maybe go back down to Bakersfield. And is it going to be that much of an improvement? Well, you know that's that's the next bullet in their chamber, right? There's only so much that you can do, and you know, like nobody is really expecting, you know, 
Sheehan and Nygaard and Archibald to be game breakers. Like they're a little faster than the players that the Oilers have in right now. Uh, but you know, if you know, if you're if you're crossing your fingers and hoping that those three guys are the players that are going to turn your season around, it's 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 a bit of a risk. And but the secondary scoring thing, man, it's been a problem. It's not just. 17 games old. This is a problem that's a year and 17 games old. <laughs> if, this, if this team was a dog sled, there'd be two dogs pulling and, and an eight dogs sitting on the, the on the thing with the driver yelling mush. <laughs> there would be, Rob, there would be two dogs pulling and eight dogs sitting around a poker table on a velvet <laughs> thing that's hanging on your wall in your basement is what would be happening. <laughs> They'd be on the sled yelling, hurry up, guys, we're losing steam here. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. If only we could uh, somehow replicate Colby Cave. We need 12. It's come to that. They need 12 Colby Caves on this team or uh, or, uh, it's going to go the other way. Uh, and we've got New Jersey in town tomorrow night, so it doesn't get any any easier, even though their record isn't great. Yeah, the return of uh, Taylor Hall. They're they're at the stage now where they have to start picking up some of these uh, uh, games against... You know, teams below them because there, there's a lot. There's, there's some tough ones coming up. You know, they benefited that seven to one start. A lot of that was from an easy schedule, and now they're seeing the other side of it. Things are getting tough. They've had some. You know, Arizona came through, and uh, St. Louis the other day. So, uh, you know, they're they're still in a good spot. That 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 start is is bankrolled them to ten five and two, but they have to play better. There's just no two ways about it. Like they they're not as good as their record is right now. We'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to seeing the uh, last of this three-game homestand uh, against New Jersey and then uh, a little bit of a road trip coming up here. Thanks for calling in, Rob. Thanks for having me.